Hi friends, this is Compassion Podcast. On the 21st of May, we will have a short online program called Night of Compassion. And we want to invite you to that program. The program will begin at 8 p.m. Beijing time. You can keep the date and you can invite your friends. Remember that God is your father. See you at the Night of Compassion. Welcome to Compassion's Audio Podcast. This podcast shows the compassionate and the loving heart of God through Jesus Christ. You don't have to run away from God, but you can come close to Him. Jesus tasted death for everyone in all the world. And He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Enjoy the message. Coming up on Compassion Podcast. God wants his sons and daughters to take their place and put Satan and his demons where they belong. But we can't do that if we see ourselves inferior, if we see ourselves as nobodies. He said, since you are precious and special in my sight, and I love you, our mouth can be a means of transformation in our lives when we learn to say what God says about us. We can make words work wonders for us by saying what God says about us. The Bible says, For you are a holy people to the Lord your God, and the Lord has chosen you to be a people for himself, a special treasure above all the peoples who are on the face of the earth. Say amen to that. Let's open our Bibles to James chapter 1. Let us look at verse 18. But this time, let's read from CEV, Contemporary English Version. James 1 verse 18, C-E-V. Are you there? Let's read. He wanted us to be his own special people. So he sent the true message to give us a new birth. See this? One more time. God wanted us to be his own special people. God wanted to do this. He wanted us to be his own special people. And so he sent the true message to give us new birth. So we have this new birth. One of the tricks of the enemy is deception. He wants to deceive you, make you think that there is a group of people that God thinks about and you are not part of those people. He wants you to believe that you are nobody. You are nothing to God. There is nothing special about you. And then he uses circumstances and sometimes even points some people to you and say, you see, these people, that person, God thinks about them, but God doesn't think about you. If God was thinking about you, how can your life be like this? But the Bible says something different. The Bible says, God wanted us to be his own special people. Say amen to that. God wanted us to be his own special people. And so he sent the true message to give us new birth. He sent the gospel to us to give us new birth. The Bible says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of seed incorruptible by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. We are born again by the word of God. Why? God wanted us to be his own special people. You are somebody special to God. 
Every human life is precious and special to God Almighty. Every human life. The businesswoman said, you are somebody because God never wastes his time to make a nobody. God has not created a second-class human being. God doesn't have a second-class human being. No one in God's family is inferior. No one in God's family is insignificant. No one in God's family is a slave. No one in God's family is a failure. In Isaiah 43, the Bible says, Since you are precious and special in my sight, and I love you, I will hand over people in place of you, nations in place of your life. He said, since you are precious and special in my sight, and I love you. Please, let's go there. Let's go to Isaiah 43, verse 4. Isaiah chapter 43, let's look at verse 4. And let's read from NET, New English Translation, NET. Are you there? Let's read. Since you are precious, the word since can also be because. So, let's use because. Because you are precious and special in my sight. God says, because you are precious, is positive. You are precious. Who is saying it? God. If you have watched The Lord of the Rings, you will know, my precious. Okay, I'm just kidding. Precious. God says you are precious. When we say something is precious, it means something of great value. Something of high value. God is saying you are of great value to him. You are highly valuable to him. Let's read again. Because you are precious and special in my sight. What about special? When we say something is special, what does it mean? Special means to be held in a particular esteem. Another definition of special is something that is designed for a particular purpose. God is saying in this verse, you are precious and special to God Almighty. All human life is precious to God the Father. The proof is God's sacrifice of his one and only begotten son for you. In the parable, the Lord said, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. He sees you beautiful. When he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Amen. He said, because you are precious and special in my sight, and I love you. That is what the Lord is saying all this time. He's saying, I see you precious, I see you special, and I love you. That is why I sold all that I had to buy you. This is a picture of redemption. To buy you from Satan's dominion. To buy you from the authority of darkness. To buy you from sin. Sin shall not have dominion over you because you are not under law but under grace. To buy you from poverty, from scarcity, from lack. To buy you from the power of sickness, disease. The Bible says, Surely, He has borne our sicknesses and carried our pains. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The payment for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we 
are healed. Jesus gave himself for you to be healed. There is no doubt about his love for you. Let's read again. Because you are precious and special in my sight, and I love you, I will hand over people in place of you and nations in place of your life. Say Amen. God never planned a failure. God never planned for anyone to become a waste. God never planned for anyone to become a casualty in life. No one was intended to be a prostitute. No one was intended to be a thief. No one was intended for shame. No one was intended for sickness. No one was intended for suffering. No one was intended for poverty. No one was intended for destruction. God never planned this. He said, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and the future. See, God looks at you and says to you, you are beautiful. Yes, right now, he sees you beautiful. Let me pause here and say this. If you are out there and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you can receive him now because without him, you can't know yourself. You can't know your true value in this life. He had you in mind when he went to the cross. God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved you, even when you were dead in trespasses, he made you alive together with Christ. Anyone who believes in Jesus Christ shall not be put to shame. He sees you valuable. You are precious to him. What was I saying? I was saying, God looks at you and says to you, you are beautiful. Yes, right now. He sees you beautiful. The Bible says, for you are a holy people to the Lord your God. And the Lord has chosen you to be a people for himself, a special treasure above all the peoples who are on the face of the earth. Say amen to that. Having low self-esteem, we feeling inferior, saying things like, I don't have what it takes, I'm a nobody, saying these things won't help us. As long as we have that poor self-image, I'm sorry to say that. We are not going to experience God's best. We are not living in the perfect world. We are in a world of pain, suffering, in a world where satanic influence is common. God wants his sons and daughters to take their place and put Satan and his demons where they belong. But we can do that if we see ourselves inferior, if we see ourselves as nobodies. A respected man once said, he said, you will never rise above the image that you have of yourself. That is why it's important that we see ourselves as God sees us. Our self-image is the inner picture we carry of ourselves. If what we see is not healthy, if what we see is not according to the Bible, not according to the Word of God, then it's time for us to change it. One of the ways to have a healthy self-image a Christ-like image is by words. Words are like seeds. They have creative power. In other words, words can create. 
The reason some sincere people have poor self-image is because of words. Words that have been spoken to them by people. Maybe by their parents, by their teachers, their coaches, their bosses. Sometimes what they themselves have said to themselves. Margaret Schumann, she said, Words can poison. Words can heal. Words can start wars. Words can make peace. Words lead men to the pinnacles of good. Words can plunge men to the depths of evil. Looking at this quote, we can poison our lives with our words. We can heal our lives with our words. We can start wars with our words. We fight with our words. We make peace with our words. Words have the power to alter a man's destiny. Words. The words that a parent will say to a child can have effect on him. When people speak negative, destructive words over you, words like, you're not good enough, you don't have what it takes, you're never going to be successful, you can't go to that college, you're not smart enough. These words can take root and set limits over a man's life. A young lady in Europe ran away from home to a man of God in America for help. From childhood, her parents had told her she was stupid, that she could not learn, that she was unattractive. She could never get a job. She could never attract a husband. These were the words that the parents were saying over this lady's life from childhood. The more her parents said those things, the more they were engraved in her, and the more she became like that. This lady had always lived at home where she was immersed in a negative, destructive atmosphere. She became insecure, she became timid and withdrawn. Her father and mother had succeeded in making a slave of their own daughter, simply by planting negative, destructive seeds in her mind. She was afraid to go out on the street alone. The only work she ever did was to scrap floors. Had she been as stupid as her parents told her she was, she could never have thought of a trip to America to see the man of God and his wife. She had to secretly get her own passport and visa and arrange for a ticket. She was not as stupid as they said. She was just emotionally starved. She had been mentally devastated by a cruel parent who were transferring their own self-hatred to the closest victim they could reach, their own daughter. Whether your words are positive or negative, they are seeds. They'll produce for you. And also produce in your listeners the type of people that you yourself are. Your words are your seeds, and they can produce in people the character of whatever you are saying. If we form the habit of talking about judgment and condemnation, we will produce those who would judge and condemn us. If you pronounce criticism toward others, you will harvest the kind of people who will rise and criticize you. Whatever you saw in the minds of those hearing you, and also in the minds of your family, you will get the harvest. You should learn to speak well. 
So they took this young lady into their private prayer chamber and showed her love and compassion. Behind her emotionally scarred face was a brilliant, lovely lady who wanted to be somebody in life. She was perceptive. She grabbed statements that lifted her self-esteem like a drowning person grabs a rope. Her whole body reflected her emotional state. Her mouth and face twitched uncontrollably as she talked. Her head and shoulders twisted without her doing. Almost anyone would have judged her unbalanced. Yet her only problem was the ugly negative words and thoughts that had been heaped upon her by her own parents in her own home. This young lady stood in the prayer room looking up to God. As tears rolled down her cheeks, the man of God and his wife asked her to say these things out loud. I am created in God's likeness. I am somebody important in God's eyes. God believes in me. He loves me. He needs me. I'm part of his plan. God loves me as much as he loves anyone else. And then they prayed with her. And when she returned to Europe, she was a new woman. She believed that she had purpose for living and that she could succeed in life. That God was interested in her and that God valued her. She started thinking positive thoughts about herself. Walking more uprightly, with the shoulders straight, she could smile. She had hope. She believed that God had planned for her. She had a new outlook. Her whole life changed because her thoughts were changed. She discovered the truth that gave her self-esteem. She is God's creation. God loves her. And God paid a supreme price, the death of his own son, to redeem her back to him so that she and God could be one again, could walk together again, could share life again as he originally planned for her. That is what God planned for you. And it is God who has caused me to share this series with you so that you can know that you are somebody special to him. The words we speak can either contain faith, happiness, joy, and peace, or they can contain hatred, unbelief, despair, and division. Words either pollute the listener or they build up and edify those who hear them. Words people speak have effect upon the hearers of such words. For example, kind words spoken to a husband or to a wife in the morning can produce a sense of well-being or a sense of failure. They either build up and edify or they tear down and destroy. The words spoken to a child as he goes out of the house to school can help determine whether that child succeeds or fails that day. If you continually tell a child how good he is and how you are proud of him, he will succeed in the things that he does. Those words will stay with him and bear fruit in his life. But if you keep telling the child he is a failure and that he will never succeed in anything he does, I'm sorry to say this, that those words will stay with him and bear fruit in his life. There was this notorious gangster. When he was a boy, they said that he was a mischievous child who just liked to have fun in town. An older gentleman who knew him as a child gave a comment on this gangster's life. He said, he was not a bad boy. He was just mischievous. People made him 
what he eventually became, a gangster. They asked the man, what do you mean people made him into a gangster? The man said, every time something bad happened in town or something went wrong, people came looking for him because they were sure he had done it. Everyone always blamed him for every bad thing that happened. They would tell him, you must have done it because you are not good anyway. You are always messing up. You never amount to anything. When something goes wrong, you are bound to be the one who did it. The man said to them, that young boy grew up hearing those words. Finally, one day, as a young man, he said, every time something bad happens in this town, they will come after me. So the next time the Lord comes after me, it should be because I have done it. And then he began his life of crime. If the right words had been spoken to this young man, that driving him to be somebody and to live up to people's expectations could have been channeled in a positive way to help make him an asset to his community and to his country. But instead, he died a violent death in a pool of his own blood at the end of a wasted life of crime. Don't forget, words have the power to alter destiny. The Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it shall eat its fruit. Let's learn to create the right kind of atmosphere and speak the right kind of words, not only for ourselves, but for the sake of our loved ones. Have you been under pressure in your life, and then someone spoke soothing, comforting, life-giving words to you? Suddenly, peace settled upon you, and all the stress, all the pressures, and the turmoil were gone. The Bible says a man has joy by the answer of his mouth and the word spoken in due season, how good it is. When Lionel Messi led the Argentinian team in 2022 and won their match against Croatia and was going to the finals against France, a lady journalist interviewed Messi and what she said to him was interesting. She said, what I'm going to say is not a question, but something I want to say. This is what the journalist is saying, the lady journalist. She said, the World Cup final is coming. And even though we want to win the cup, but I want to tell you that putting aside the outcome of the final match, I want to say that there is something no one can take away from you. You've touched every single Argentinian. There is no kid who doesn't have your jersey. The original, the fake, they are all happy wearing your jersey because they are proud of you. You've put joy in everyone's heart. To me, this is greater than any World Cup. Thank you for the happiness you've given to many people in Argentina. And I hope it stays in your heart because it is more important than any World Cup. You've done what any footballer would do. Thank you, Captain. You think about these words spoken by a lady journalist to this Captain Messi. What do you think such words would do in a man? We'll be right back. Hi friends, this is Compassion Podcast. On the 21st of May, we will have a short online program called Nights of Compassion. We want to invite you to that program. The program will begin at 8pm Beijing time. You can keep the date and you can invite your friends. Remember that God is your father. See you at the Night of Compassion.
let me say this again. The Bible says in Proverbs 15 verse 23. You can write it down. Proverbs 15 verse 23. I'm just quoting it. A man has joy by the answer of his mouth. And a word spoken in due season. How good it is. You can be a pressure reliever in a world that there is much pressure. Many sincere people have poor self-image because of their own words. They've gone around for years putting themselves down and now they've developed these wrong mindsets that prevent them from rising higher in their personal lives. Our words set the direction for our lives. The words you speak bear fruit. Your words determine what kind of fruit you produce in life and in the lives of your loved ones. Words bear fruit. Words create. Words destroy. We speak words every day, and those words create an atmosphere around us. Sometimes we say things like, I can't, it's impossible, I'll never make it, I'm no good, I'm so unworthy, I'm not beautiful, I can't afford that, I'm not smart, I'm not handsome. Those words will not help you. We should learn to say things like, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. I have the mind of Christ. I have what it takes. God loves me. That is the word of God. And God will honor his word that you sown in your heart. And his word will put you over and make you a success in life. The right kind of words. Go with me. Let's go to Mark chapter 11. Let's look at verse 23. Mark 11 verse 23. Let's use NKJV. That's fine. This is the Lord talking to his disciples, also to us. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Please allow me to read this again, okay? Just allow me to read this again. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Just one part I just want to show you. He said, the Lord said, he will have whatever he says. Whatever means whatever. Whether good or bad, he will have whatever he says. This is coming from the master's own lips. He will have whatever he says. Let's try something. Say this after me. I am created in the image of God. I am created to be like him. I am created to manifest him in human form. I am made for life. I am made for love. I am made for power. I am made for prosperity. I am made for success. I am made for progress. I am made for dignity. I am created in God's likeness. I am somebody important in God's eyes. He believes in me. He loves me. He needs me. I'm part of God's plan. God loves me as much as he loves anyone else. 
I was never created to be a failure. I was never created to be poor. I was never created to be sick. I was never created to be unhappy. I was never created to be dominated. I was never created to be manipulated. I was never created to be abused. I was never created to be shamed. I was never created to be walked on. I am created in God's class of being. To live and walk with Him in life. God designed me for His best. God designed me for His nobility. God designed me for His kingdom. Nothing can stop me. If God is for me, who can be against me? In Jesus' name, Amen. Please don't forget, the Lord said, He will have whatever He says. All that we've said, we will have them. We will see them in our lives. In Jesus' name. We can make words work wonders for us by saying what God says about us. Our mouth can be a means of transformation in our lives when we learn to say what God says about us. He said in Proverbs, A man's stomach shall be satisfied with the fruits of his mouth. We can paraphrase and say, A man's life shall be satisfied with the fruits of his mouth. The thing is, where your mouth goes, your life goes. When you speak the word of God, your life will be filled with the word of God. When you speak what you see, you will see what you already see. If you speak what you don't see, which is the word of God, you will see what you don't see, which is the word of God. Because the word of God is alive and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a designer of the thoughts and intents of the heart. When God says, For you are a holy people to the Lord your God, and the Lord has chosen you to be a people for himself, a special treasure above all the peoples who are on the face of the earth. Let's say the same thing about ourselves, regardless of what we see in the natural. Right now, allow me to use my words over you. You are somebody special to God Almighty. And it's all because of Jesus. Hallelujah. If you are listening and you want to receive this wonderful Jesus into your heart, this wonderful Savior into your life, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Dear God, I thank you for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, to come and die for me. I believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord over my life from today. I receive your eternal life now. I ask you to give me your Holy Spirit to come and dwell in me now. Thank you, Father, for loving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Congratulations if you pray that simple prayer. God heard you. And you are now a son or daughter of God. Welcome to this great family. And God bless you. 
Thank you for downloading this podcast. If you were helped in any way by this episode, please give us your review and subscribe to receive latest messages like these. If you want to contact us on a personal level, please send us an email to the email address in the description below. We would love to hear from you. Keep on hearing and keep on growing. And remember that God is your Father. Stay tuned for the next episode.